Welcome all our listeners to another edition of Brother Z and the Friends. We bring you tippets from the Bible, entertaining gospel music. We interview personalities, gospel singers, writers. Don't touch that dial and you will be blessed by the end of it all.
privacy and friends is a unique thought provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the word of god we focus on things that are straight from the bible that may need clarification for others we make it as simple as possible Brothers and friends, we continue with part two of the love episode. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. Oh, oh, oh God has smiled on me. He's been good to me. God is so good. He is so good. He is so good. 
Pastor Linda to set the piece again for us in part two. All right, our episode about the gift of love, and we're talking from a biblical point of view. In chapter 13 of his first letter to the Corinthians, Paul gives us a list of various spiritual gifts that are useless if not conducted in love. He wants to impress upon the Corinthians that ministry will not produce fruit if not conducted in love. Because love is an action, not a feeling or an emotion. Mm. And is best exemplified in John chapter 15, verse 13. Greater love has no one than this, Mm. that a man should lay down his life for his friends, which Christ Jesus did on his own accord for all those who believe in him alone. Mm -hmm. John 3.16 tells us so. Mm -hmm. That word love has been an inspiration for many songs, poems, and even life-changing events. Many people get married in the name and for the sake of love. Mm -hmm. Today, love has become a mixed-up term with little meaning, and people have become confused about love. 1 John 4 and 8 tells us that God is love. Our world and its shallow and selfish view of love has turned these words around and contaminated our understanding of love. Many in the world think that love is what makes a person feel good and that it's all right to sacrifice moral principles and others' rights in order to obtain such feel-good love. But that isn't real love that selfishness. God is not that kind of love. We can learn what real love is from God, who is holy, just, and perfect. So we believe it's fitting that we take some time to ask some questions and share opinions on this powerful and precious gift of love. Brothers and friends, thanks for tuning in. So what is the best way For a parent to show a child he or she is loved. And here's my note before you both chip in. I said, okay, if we're talking about a mama, whenever daddy tried to do anything to the child, that mama would perhaps (laughs) get a a saucepan or something and whack him over his head or something like that. So, you know, I mean, apart from that, how, how do we show them that we love them? Um, <laughs> well, first and foremost, we, we pray for them mm-hmm. and we instruct them in the ways of God. Um, and we be an example to them in the ways of God. Mm-hmm. And we correct them. And that's what a, that latter one is what a lot of people don't 
uh, realize, you know, we praise them. Yes, we praise them. We instruct them. Um, we bless them with things. We take care of them first and foremost, just like a good shepherd does his sheep. You take care of your children. Mm-hmm. You you feed them. You clothe them. You, you know, all of these things, in my opinion, you're showing them you love them. Uh, you instruct them in the ways of God. That That's number one for me. I believe that uh, we love them, not just their outward um, body, but we love their soul and we want their spirit to, to be with God in right. eternity. Right. right. Um, but we, we praise them. We uh, bless them and help them, but we also correct them. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The, uh, my key word on that would would be you listen to them, listen to what they have to say. That's let them a good one. let mm-hmm. them show them that you are listening okay. by body language, the nodding of your head and uh, agreeing and don't rush to to criticize the point of view or anything like like that. So it's listening to them and sh- I think goes a long way in showing them that you love them and you are prepared to learn from them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that the same thing as tough love? Because someone says here, what's the best? Uh, I mean, we often speak of tough love. Is, is, is that the same thing as tough love? Uh, I don't. No. I don't quite think so. That no. that is uh, that is tough love. Um, yeah, I see tough love more as I have the experience, the knowledge. I know what is right, and whether you like it or not, this is what you're going to do. Mm. I must see. Well, I don't know if I agree with that. Uh, um, I think tough love is when you actually have to correct uh, and discipline. Okay. Um, you know that I believe that's tough love. It's it's like a child who's misbehaving, and uh, you know or running out in the street, misbehaving, you put them in time out. You say, okay, you're going to sit down over here. Okay, okay. And, and you're not going to go out and play. Mm. Um, that's tough love um, mm. because you love them. You're trying to um, develop them into an obedient, law-abiding person. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so you have to do something uh, to stop the rebellion and the disobedience. Mm. And so you, you know, you, you, you correct them mm. in that way. They don't like it at mm-hmm. the time, okay. but that's what I consider tough love. Okay. That when you, you're loving them, but you have to be a little tough mm. to uh, help them develop. Mm, yeah, you, you squeezed in a word there that uh, sort of changed it a little. A little tough. 
<laughs> a little tough isn't tough love. Okay, you know. Well, I, a little I, love would right Huh? Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, but I guess I'm trying to explain what yeah. I view mm. as tough love. Yeah, yes, yes, um, I understand. Okay, so brother Z, yes, you have only daughters, right? You have no sons uh, that I know of. So this one, so this one is gonna be perhaps your question your 17 year old daughter asked to go to the movie with a boy remember now this boy is 18 years old she has never dated before mm. how would you respond I know what I would do, but I want to hear what you would do <laughs> I mean yeah, I would yeah. just let her know listen I have uh, uh, I mean shotgun we shouldn't men can't mention shotgun on here can we <laughs> oh, all right. Go ahead. Go ahead, brother. Well, the first thing I would think of doing, I'm not saying this is what I will do, but the first thing that would come to me is to take that child, take her in the room, take out my handcuffs, and handcuff her to the bed the post. Bed yeah. No, my goodness, that's abuse. <laughs> That's, that's why I said pastor, and that's the first thing that will come to my to my head. That's the very first thing that would come to my head. But then the better me would prevail, and I would not go in that direction. That's a very tough situation. Mm. Um, well, I can. Huh? Yeah. Go ahead. No, no. no. Go ahead. Say what you say. What you were going to say? No, because and I want to hear Brother George because uh -huh. you know, I mean, she's seventeen. Mm. No daughter of mine would go out with any boy um, alone at that age. Amen. <laughs> but how, how how would you control that? No daughter of yours would do that. Either. Well, either uh. I mean, she's asking me. Either oh, okay. I'm going. Yeah. So, so the answer is no. That's what you're saying. Well, no. Either I'm going, or, or but somebody I'm, else is going to, or somebody's going with them. An adult is going with them. Or I, first of all, first of all, I would not let her go with a boy I haven't even met. Exactly. Okay. I haven't and, even and, met and him. Pastor. I don't even know who he is. And pastor. I'm like, <laughs> it would have to okay. be somebody that I trust. Somebody like myself. Um, exactly. that I would trust. I wouldn't just say, hey, go ahead. No, no, so, no. Okay, so what I'm hearing you yeah. all saying is when she comes to you with that, you would first investigate who is this guy and, yeah. and you want to meet this guy that she is yeah. considering doing that with. And yeah. I think, yes, we would also let her know. My first, my first instinct is that's not safe. And I exactly. want you to be safe. So I'm more leaning towards not allowing it. However, I want to give you the opportunity. Bring this person home. Let me exactly. meet this person. Let me terrorize, let me terrorize him. Yes. And, and <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. So, yes. So I think in our conversation here, we we are coming up with what we would really, what we believe we really would yeah. do, which is first get to me. 
make it clear that don't, don't get too excited here like daddy and mommy are mm. going to go for this after meeting him or we agree or anything like that let the child know off the bat it would be tough for me to do as a parent to do such a thing based on safety and and what could happen and all of that and yes. then see if she would bring the person home chances are she might not <laughs> it mm -hmm. might it might mm -hmm. end right there mm -hmm. uh, or they would challenge maybe uh, challengers why do i have to do that i'm 17 years in five months i'll be 18 i mean mm -hmm. getting into the legality yeah. of things so maybe we then at that point we'll be saying something like i agree with you but wait until you turn 18 and you know and if i still agree it you wouldn't be able to do it on the you know and if you so want to do that mm. okay you're 18 you have the right to move forward with your life and and so on it's a tough question i don't know why you give us that but that. But, but you know but it's uh, a good one because yes it is it's a good one because you know i've raised children i've my daughters i've got two of them and a son mm. my son was a little more um naive <laughs> yeah. and he didn't you know it, it was the girls i was concerned about but <laughs> my way of uh, dealing with that yeah. was i was just open and honest with them my daughter would come home lay across the bed and tell me about all these stories little boys or whatever that she liked and i would just open up and tell her with um past experiences and mm -hmm. and other people's experience things that people had experienced you know because this boy 18 years old you don't know he can take you to the movies and take you off and do so and so so you know and so these things happen mm -hmm. and i would just be honest with my girls and talk to them and i'd tell them okay. what things you know are happening out here in the real world and like you say you want them to be safe you want them uh to be protected you don't want anything to happen to them so you just you know speak to them and, and be open and honest okay. uh, about the the uh challenges and the um things that could happen mm. uh in situations and then they then they understand you know why you're protective because a lot of times all they see is well i'm 17 i want to do what i want to do and they don't mm. see the ramifications mm. uh, and the consequences of actions that could be taken um, and you don't know when mm. you don't know people um, it's 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 very important to know who you're going That's out right. with <laughs> mm. but, but brother George oh. something there's a spin-off on this it may not be one of the questions but um do you trust boys with your your daughter? Would you? I mean, what is your take on that? I mean, well, and and if you do not trust them, why don't you? Is it because you know what you did when you were that age, brother Z? Yes, and friends. I was young, 
Now exactly. I am old. <laughs> exactly. Based on my past experience, okay, that, yeah, that's yeah. My I am not going to yeah. tell, uh, allow any 18 or any boy for that matter to take my 17-year-old daughter to any movie. And I don't care who called me old-fashioned, mm. but based on my past experience and speaking with others and what I know and what I know to be fact that went down, I'm going to say to her, darling, you know, it's a little bit premature. At, you can go to the movie, but yeah, you can go to the movie, but mama is coming. Uh, uh, Daddy might uh, not be going, but mama uh, is coming. Okay, there are so many spin-offs on yeah. this. What about if it's it, girlfriends, two girlfriends? <laughs> Would you? Yeah, and it's not just what you did, which we do know, and 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 I'm that's why I say be honest. I've I've been honest with my mm. kids. I told them what I feel. I told them some of the things that that mm. happened in my life, and then. I let them know, look at the news, right. look at the news, Yeah. look at, and I'm not trying to put fear in them, No. but wisdom is justified of her children. And then I take them to the book of Proverbs and we talk about that and we open that out. You know, I have a spiritual son, God bless his soul, that he is living a celibate life. Thank the Lord mm -hmm. that he is considering his body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And he's not going out there to 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 sleep around with people and, and things of that nature because it causes difficulties. Right. And people right. don't realize that. And, so yeah. and we're getting all into a whole nother subject. We're probably <laughs> talking about love, but people <laughs> take love as a physical thing and uh, an emotional thing. And they get caught up in that. Brother Z, Pastor Linda, this is good. We're going to be right back. Bridging the gap between the young and the elderly. Brother Z and friends, we are glad you are listening. It's Anointed Community Services International. We're a nonprofit 501c3 organization, and we educate and empower the disadvantaged women, youth, veterans, and seniors in South Lake County. We're currently managing the Elise Tomlin Community Center in Groveland, Florida, and offering free programs for youth, women, and seniors. We're offering an after-school tutoring program, a summer activities program, a women's network uh, that brings women together to educate and empower them to be self-sufficient, and also a Meals on Wheels program that delivers food for veterans and seniors in the community. Many are receiving help applying for food stamps, Medicaid, getting legal document assistance, and even starting a business. We'll soon be in a new Elise Tomlin Empowerment Center that will have a business incubator where small businesses will be able to start off with a low overhead and get free services by our staff. We believe in empowering and transforming communities. And we can be reached by calling 352-404-7898. Again, that's 352-404-7898. Or you can visit us online at www.anointedcs, that C is in cat, S is in Sam, dot org. Anointedcs.org. 
Privacy and Friends is a unique thought-provoking program that brings our listeners closer to the understanding of the Word of God. We focus on things that are straight from the Bible that may need clarification for others. We make it as simple as possible. Our podcast, Brothers Z and Friends, B-R-O-T-H-E-R-A-N-D-F-R-I-E-N-D-S. It's available for your listening at your convenience. Just Google the name. Email brotherz77 at gmail.com. The phone four zero seven six six eight four eight two four. Come on, everybody, get your feet happy. Let's go. Come on. more than that okay yeah mm-hmm. so so then what should we look and watch out for when it is not representing god's love okay so we are looking for signs that coming from uh the opposite sex mm-hmm. that we tell you uh-uh, this is not of god that uh, that type of mm. uh, but what if they come? Okay, but okay, well, okay, no. What if they, I was going to say, what if they come? Um, they are wolves, but they come in and sheep's clothing. clothing. Yeah. Well, yeah. you look for selfishness. Yeah. You, if this person is selfish in their desires of you, if this person is, you know, I mean, just common things. If they're rude, um, if they could uh, look selfish, you in the eyes, I mean, if they could yeah. look you in the eyes, eye contact. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. Eye contact is that person making eye contact. Body language, you could yes, watch. You mean if they that's... wink? You mean if they wink? No, no, not the, not the <laughs> wink. But, you know, if they, you could tell that they're not really, they're afraid can, to face you, you can feel it. You can yeah. tell. And you can see lust in yeah. people, you know. So it's like, I, I, I hate to disclose this, but it's like one time uh, my daughter had a friend she brought home. This man was so full of lust. He was looking at me. And I said, oh, no, that's not the run. Take him back. <laughs> Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So things like that. And so anytime you see that, that's that's selfishness. They, you know, they want their desires met. And that's not the love that Mm -hmm. you want for your children or for for yourself. Yeah, that's right. It's you want love where someone will sacrifice Mm -hmm. their Mm -hmm. comfort. Mm -hmm. But I often tell women about Boaz and Ruth. Ruth, when she lay down at his feet at that threshing floor, Uh Boaz gave her all that wheat to take home to Naomi, but he told her, leave before anyone knows another. What was he telling her to do? He was telling her, go before the people wake up, because if they wake up, your reputation will be tarnished. Okay. Mm -hmm. So someone that loves you enough to be concerned about your reputation mm. and not their satisfaction or gratification. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's something very important to look out for. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So what should you look and watch out for when it is not representing God's love so we just cover that nicely. Yeah. So what about give an example of how love could be a many splendid thing without being a money spending <laughs> thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Re- repeat that one. Yeah. I, I like it, the end. He said, give, uh, give an, example an example of how love could be a um, splendid thing. Splendid a many splendid thing. thing. Yeah. Without being a money-spending money thing. thing. Okay, now. You okay. got it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so what are we going to come up with on that? Because uh, most people, when you talk about love, the first thing they say is, if you love me, give me some money, no, man. Uh, no, what you going <laughs> to no. give me? <laughs> <laughs> love is giving. Love yeah. is giving. What yeah. you going to give me? <laughs> no money, no love. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they cover the part that says more blessed to give than to receive, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we said some of the things earlier, uh, you know, listening to people. I mean, I think that that shows you you love taking time out. You know, like um, individuals could be going through some things and they have nobody to call. Maybe it's two o'clock in the morning Mm. and you wake up and take their call. Mm. To me, that's an act of love. Mm. That's like, I took this call because I love you and I thought it must be something important. So let me listen to you and see how I can be of help. Yeah. So you can, but it is a giving. So you, you're going to give something, either your time, your listening ear. Mm. Um, I do believe mm-hmm. because 
when you if you don't give something you're going to give something when you love mm -hmm. okay do you yeah. all agree yeah 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 mm -hmm. i i think what again coming out there is you um many splendid thing versus uh, not being a money spending things is not to go on the material side not buying material mm -hmm. things mm -hmm. rather doing things together that are inexpensive but expresses mm -hmm. your love for the person mm -hmm. yeah but yeah that's I, that's a I, good that, that's a good question i hear so. you brother z mm -hmm. but um my wife already served notice she said oh, you realize uh, that um, in April we'll be married 50 years. I said, oh, yeah. And do you realize that the 50th year is diamond? I said, M really? And <laughs> <laughs> okay. it song like if she's saying, come on, diamond. Diamond. <laughs> she's going to sing, be singing this song, Diamonds Are Forever. Yeah. <laughs> is it ever all right? To sacrifice moral principles because of love. Think no. about this one now, brethren. But there's nothing to think the answer. My answer is no. Okay. No, just straight up no. Yeah, yeah I'm not sacrificing. I'm, I'm, what is it? Moral? Moral principles. principles. Yes. Um, and go on the rest of the question. Moral principles. Because of love. Because, uh, no, I wouldn't sacrifice. I would always have high moral standards. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Yep. And so to say why, because it goes back to that selfish. Mm -hmm. If you let down the moral standards mm -hmm. or the values of a person, you know, a lot of mm -hmm. everybody has moral values and to violate those moral values is self is an act of selfishness yeah um, on on another person's part right yeah. mm -hmm. so as if say you have a couple that uh the the boy says he loves the girl but the girl has a standard that she's not you know doing anything until they get married but mm -hmm. he wants to violate yes, that uh... moral principle Mm -hmm. right there right there. it shows you that person is selfish mm -hmm. they don't care anything about your moral principles mm -hmm. they just want what they want yeah mm -hmm. so and it no could go to anything yeah. it could be anything it right. could be that young man that your 17 year old daughter wants to take her out to the movies and she says well my dad says you know he's not gonna let me go and he tells her well you know you can slip out the house yeah. or, you I, know, mm. or why don't we meet up the street and blah, blah, blah. You know, there, here's someone trying to violate mm. your moral principle mm -hmm. of obedience mm -hmm. to your dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I mean, These, not, you know, we can talk about this all day. Yeah. <laughs> all night sure. too. Or they could turn around and say, well, you know what? Your dad is only trying to control you. You know, Exactly. Just 17. Exactly. Next, next year you'll be 18. Well, he's trying exactly. to control you, you know. Um, and who hey. does that sound like? That sounds to me like the serpent in the garden. Garden. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So our daughters 
and her son, they need to know this. Mm -hmm. They need to know these principles of life that you, if you're going to live and everybody has their own personal value system, Mm -hmm. if you're going to live by it, live by it. As they say, be true to your own self. If you're going to live by your values and your moral principles, stand by them and don't let someone violate them um, in the name of love. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because love will not do that. Mm, love yeah. will not violate your moral principles. Mm, yes, mm. ma'am. I take that. I accept it. <laughs> and um, yeah, solid words. Would not violate. Yeah. Love would not violate your moral principles. So with that said, here's Pastor again with her sermon on love. <laughs> Love suffers long. Love is kind. Oh, someone might say, well, if love suffers long, why do I have to suffer? Why do I have to go through this? Because love also works by faith. Faith, which works by love. So in order for us to have faith in God, it works by love. It's the love that God first had for us that he gives us to have for him. As we receive his love, then we in turn can love. I often tell people that you can't love anybody until you first love yourself. And you can't love yourself until you first love God and realize that he loves you. When you realize that God loves you just the way you are, just like he made you. With all of your hang-ups, quirks, everything that we can find in ourselves. You know, we look at ourselves and we see all kinds of flaws. But God loves you just as you are. And when we know the love of God, that's why the Apostle Paul wrote to to the Ephesians. And he said, I pray for you. I cease not to pray for you that you would know the love of God so that you will know just how much he loves you, that he suffered long for you and I. He went to the cross for the joy that was set before him. He said, I know that if I make this sacrifice for them, that one day, They will come into understanding what I did, and they'll make a sacrifice for me. Glory be to God. He said, one day, I know that as I make this ultimate sacrifice of putting my flesh on this cross, dying, being buried, and raised again, that there's going to be millions of sons and daughters who's going to say, oh, God, because you love me, I now love you back. That's why the Lord tells us that we ought to love our enemies and do good to those that hate us because one day they're going to see, they're going to understand that, wow, that person loved me and that person loved me even when I didn't love them back. That is the most powerful form of love and it's the most transforming form of love. It transforms individuals because they can't, phantom. How can you love me when I don't love you? 
not to not to give license to someone to go out and to marry someone that doesn't love them thinking that they'll change them no that's not what god wants us to do but what he does want us to do is to see and to know his love for us and that we would turn around and love him back you see love suffers long love is kind love is kind to us even when we're not kind to it love does not envy meaning love does not look at what you have and want what you have and and is jealous over you for what you have love does not parade itself or is not puffed up thinking that it has all the answers love doesn't behave itself rudely as far as speaking to you rudely in front of other people love doesn't do that love does not seek its own as we see in christ he didn't seek to keep his own life he laid down his life for his friends love is not provoked to anger and say, oh, I'm sorry, but I still love you. I got angry and I hit you, but I still love you. Love does not provoke to anger. Love thinks no evil. Love doesn't think that you're out there doing something when you're not doing anything. Love believes the best in people until it's shown, until it's shown. Love does not rejoice in iniquity. It does not think that sin is funny or humorous, love rejoices in the truth. And what is truth, as Pilate said, the truth is the word of God. The truth is integrity. The truth is when you're telling the truth and not telling a lie. The truth is when you're living the truth and not living a lie. What is truth? But love rejoices in truth. Love bears all things. It bears them. It may be hard sometimes, but love bears all things, knowing that God will turn things around in our favor. Love believes all things, believes that all things will work out for our good. Love hopes all things, meaning that hope will last until we take our very present very last breath as as the children of israel as the scripture says in the book of hebrews chapter 11 that they died in faith they believed all the way up to the time of their death and they saw the day of christ jesus the day of the messiah who they had hoped for all of their lives they saw him come to the earth and Moses, the Bible says, and Elijah stood with Jesus on the mountain of transfiguration. Hope believes all things. Yeah. Hopes all things. Love believes all things. I'm sorry. Hopes all things. And love endures all things. Mm -hmm. Love is a strong word that we can only do when we have the love of God in our hearts. Mm -hmm. And when we do, men and women all over the world will see not just your love, but the love of God. May we, as his children, exhibit his love to all mankind, today and forever. Amen. 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 Amen, indeed. We thank you so much, Pastor Linda, for speaking up and speaking out on the 
biblical end of love. And we hope that we have reached most of our listeners, that they have gained something positive about the word love, L-O-V-E, love. Hallelujah. Pray for us, Pastor. Amen. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your love that you show to each and every one, all of our listening audience. We pray today that every individual under the sound of my voice will receive the love of God and will know the difference between love of God and love of the world. Father, I pray that everyone that's listening, whether they have a trial in their life, whether there's a situation, whether they need discernment on any matter, that you will give them that, give them that knowledge that they will see the difference between love and selfishness. I pray for our listening orders that they will receive the Lord Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. Receive him. He loves you. He is here for you. He is holding out his hand to you today. Come unto Jesus. He loves you more than anyone ever can and ever will. Won't you love him back? In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Linder. Amen. The music that we play complements the topic that we may be discussing at any given time. This song is for everyone who believes in true love. You and I were meant to be for an eternity. Moon and stars in unity until forever be souls and shadows of the night basking in the moonlight spirits of the earth's twilight forever burning bright I will never make you cry I will never say goodbye when the road is rough and the poor Never let go, just let the feelings flow. It's time you begin to know. Oh, oh, I love you so. Travel us through time and space in the heavens above. Angels of a human race sharing eternal love. I will always be your king. You.
Sahara. Kiss me, kiss me all over. Love you with all my heart. I know we'll never part. You are the one for me until eternity. Brothers and friends, thanks for tuning in. Yeah.